This is a quick reminder to follow us on iTunes, rate us five stars. You can also follow us on Facebook.com slash Blacklisted Podcast. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Podomatic. And if you Google Blacklisted Podcast and you see the fish, you know that's us. Fade to black. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, the host of the Random Rams with Rob podcast, and you're now listening to the Blacklisted Podcast. Greetings, true believers. Greetings, true Stan believers. Lee here, welcoming Stan you here. to the latest harrowing the adventure. Ten, nine, eight, Leading the fight, one man fate has made indestructible. His name, Dubious. Black. Listed. This is not a test. This is your emergency podcast system announcing the commencement of the annual Fade the Black, sanctioned by Blacklisted Podcast. Commencing at the siren, there will be no holds barred. Anything and everything will go down. And now, here is your blacklisted true list. Check it out for those that know me. Welcome to welcome me back. Real slick beside the others. Straight up and down. Yeah, you know what I'm about. Fade the black. Every night, 
even got the wife watching these old uh, karate flicks and shit. Like I said, Princess Shaolin Prince is my new that's my new money, man. That movie. Uh, oh, man. Oh, that's good. I never seen that's that. That's what I was telling Cars about. We said anything I was telling the Big Willie about. I said, man, I'm telling you, that's hot. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I ain't never seen that movie. I saw it three times in one week. <laughs> with, with the two brothers, right? Yeah. That thing is good. Yeah. So anybody who wants to see a really good flick, man, that's has, it's based on a true story because Cameron was watching it and he, he realized that it came from one of his video games. It's based on a true story of two brothers that were separated at birth and trying to get the... Um, they realized that they start off as enemies then they become friends and realize that they're brothers and that they're the rules, the truly kings of the Ming Dynasty. And um, oh, wow. not only does it have that, then it has the ridiculousness of all this crazy shit. Like... It's like the cart that they carry this cat around in the cart, dude, and it's like, the cart turns into like a weapon. Oh, hey. <laughs> you know how they die? Oh, oh, you. They're fighting yeah. with this cart, shooting darts out of it, and spinning it around, and he's break dancing on shit. It's insane. So y'all see where the, uh, the idea from uh, the weaponry from the Desperado comes from? Yeah. Right. Dude, anybody in the sound of our voice, they gotta go go on Amazon and just type in Shaolin Prince. You cannot if you like this shit and you like being seeing shit that's like ridiculous and incredible but still fun, this is the one. Yes, sir. Three uh how would you describe the three monks? The three uh they a little special. <laughs> but they Yeah, they ain't allowed to leave. They ain't allowed to leave the property, but they can kick your ass by like jumping on top of other people on the property, so technically their feet ain't hit the ground. And they do all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. All time crazy. That's my go-to now. Fuck you. We, I watched Deadly Venoms, and I was like, yeah, this was good. Then I watched uh, Super Ninja. Yeah, that was good. Dude, this new one, this is new to me. Shaolin <laughs> Prince is a so, so being that being that WrestleMania is now a two damn day event, which personally me and Chaos believe should be canceled. What's your thoughts on this Chaos WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, the uh, so-called tagline of WrestleMania so big is going to be two weekends. Well, right now it's not even uh, filling up enough time for a, a one-hour show, at least of what I've seen so far. The uh, only 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 thing that was halfway decent was the boneyard match, and that was all uh, literally smoke and magic and uh, good pre-production. Yeah, they filmed that whole match on a set or uh, like a movie set where like a graveyard, and it's supposed to be a real fight and all this shit. And like I said, I'm all for it if you're going to do that, but do every match. Every match on the show should be set in a different location since you can't have an audience there to make it look like a movie. You know, like show these guys in like a theatrical setting and have every match be different. That means you can do it all in one day. You don't need two days. And the fact that you're having wrestling matches without a crowd, it takes away from the show. 
But if you watch it like in a theatrical production, you go, oh, I'm watching a movie. You know, yeah, you film it like, like you're watching a movie. Yeah. And it sounds, sounds about right. But they did only one match like that, and they stretched it out for two days. It's supposed to be happening again. It disappointed me because, again, like Cal said, that was the only match worth watching. Everything else is bullshit and fill it. A lot of talking. Man, they can't be doing no talking because you, you, like, they can't do too much. Right. Who are, who are they talking to? An empty, uh, empty arena. <laughs> but if you're acting, if you're just, you know, actors don't act in front of a crowd. They act on a set. So film it like they're acting on a set. Film it like it's a movie. And have every match be that way. And that means if you've got to only have eight matches, so be it. Eight matches is more than enough. They got fucking like 16 matches on this show. Who the fuck wants to if they're going to do all this, then they might as well fill everything simultaneously. Right. But if, had, if they would have had 16 matches on a regular WrestleMania with a crowd, the crowd would fucking riot. They'd be tired of that shit. So, since I'm on the wrestling thing, I figured this would be a quick uh, deal. That I figured we can do like a survey. And I remember I had it sent to me on Facebook by our friend, uh, Kunta Vente sent me a survey, and I figured I'll read the survey off to you guys, and maybe you guys can add your uh, favorites and whatever. So I'm going to start off with you, Zero Balance. I'm going to go down the list, but we're going to do one at a time. So who is your favorite wrestler? Currently Past, or? Present, doesn't matter. Hmm. Um, shit, that's a good one. Uh, you know what? You know what I have to go with? I have to go with, um, it's out of two guys. Bruiser Brody and fucking, um, uh, what the fuck is Greg Gagne? Greg Gagne? Damn! <laughs> Greg Gagne! <laughs> well, you know Zero Balance go back to the Stone Age whenever uh, he has to come up with his pop culture. No, no, no. Greg Gagne is the son. He must be th- talking about That's Vern Gagne. Vern Gagne. Vern Gagne is... Vern Gagne is the dad. Greg Gagne was the son. Yeah. 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 Vern Gagne is the dad who went to the old folks home and killed that person. Soaked that person out. Oh, damn. Alzheimer's. Uh, dementia oh, yeah. or Alzheimer's. Okay, Greg Gagne, Bruiser Brody. You can get two. How about two? 
Academics, who's your favorite rapper? Two. You can um, pick two. Ray Mysterio and uh, with Scott Steiner. There you oh. go. Now, if you, oh, if you man. Take his... I don't know how I forgot about the brothers. <laughs> yeah, because you fucking around with Greg Gagne. Who the fuck is calling around Greg Gagne? <laughs> Right now, he's gonna be like, man, at least somebody likes me. <laughs> but yo, he used to fight all of the small, like, he was a small guy fighting a whole bunch of big guys, though, man. Like, bro, to me, that was like the three other dogs. That, that, that's every man, great materials, man. Yeah, that's true. But okay, I, that's dude, true. we are not, I am not forgetting Greg Gagne tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got that once every six years. Now I gotta hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Great material and Scott Steiner, you got that. That that that. What Scott Steiner do you like the best? The old Scott Steiner or Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner? No. That's the one the wife likes. She likes the old Scott yeah. Steiner. Now, if you take his, if you take his thirty-three and a third, and at his twenty-three and a third, I like Ray Mysterio more though. Yeah, Ray Mysterio is a good, good call. All right, Cassie, you do all them flips and tucks and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's that. Academic, he does that shit that, you know, Greg Gagne doesn't do. Nah, but he still, he fought the big guys, though, man. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't afraid. You know what I mean? Like, mind you, I was a little kid when it, when that was out, but, you know. This is from the mindset of a kid who was always in a new neighborhood fighting the big bullies all the time. You know what I mean? I figured, like, if he could go against, like, one-man gang and... Fucking uh, uh, Kamala, or you know somebody like that, then you know what I mean. Then I got a fighting chance, dude. You the only yeah. black kid that grew up going. I want to grow up to be just like Greg Gagne. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I want to grow up to be Brandon Brown, but okay. I remember him though. Yeah, I did remember. Him. He was way, way back though. He was back. I think I was playing with trying. Oh, I ain't even had. I had the Star Wars figures when he was out. All right, Cass, who you got? Uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, That's yeah. a good one.
Mm-hmm. So I picked two as my top uh, two favorites was Mr. Perfect. Oh! Because Mr. Perfect oh. looks, he can work, he has, he talks mad shit. And another thing, that was a guy who never held the WWF title. They never gave him the title. They gave him the title. Right. They never gave him the title. Right. You're right. He was one of the ones with the with a perfect athletic build. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was jacked, but yeah. not too jacked. He can move around. He didn't look like he was. He didn't look like he looked at you. He looked like oh, he was actually quick to whoop your ass. Right. Oh, yeah. He, he was one that talk, too. His hair looked like oodles and noodles when he got wet. <laughs> he just dropped a bowl of noodles on his head. <laughs> In other words, he was perfect. You know, uh, even when he lost, he lost like with, 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 with a lot of grace and skill and shit. You know, a lot of people don't know how to lose right, but he could lose like a motherfucker, and you still see him coming back. But they never put yeah. the him, and I don't understand why. And my, my my second go-to for number one would have to be Hayabusa. Okay. Well, I know who Hayabusa is. He's a Japanese wrestler. Uh, and I just like him because I liked his life story. He was a guy who came from money. His parents didn't want him to wrestle, but he went to wrestle anyhow. He was too skinny. They whooped on his ass in Japan. Then he moved to Mexico to learn some shit and decided that he was too ugly to not show his face, so he covered his face up in a mask, and he started some weight on his ass, and he came back as this bird type of gimmick. But the best part was that he could fight. He was an aerial dude, but the top of all that shit off is that he had what they called the fighting spirit. They was beating his ass. Yeah. I don't think he won a match. I think I've seen him won maybe five fucking matches. That meant yeah. anything, but he was always that guy that got beat up crying and shit. And they would always, the fans just respected him that, damn, he at least tried, you know, and that's just, and, yeah, and the way he was straight, the guy that tried so hard that, you know, they didn't care if he wanted or not, at least he tried. So, and then I was had him. A lot of times they always had him where he'd be damn near, he'd be good in the match, and here comes somebody flying from outside, or they'd jump in, jump on him, and he'd be out of like that. That's sure. Yep. And he almost had it. Yep. Uh, that's what I think. The next, the next list on this list is uh, who's your who's your least favorite rapper? And that would be Zero Balance. Oh, I'm your least favorite wrestler. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, you know who was my least favorite wrestler? Um, SD SD Jones. For one reason and one reason alone. I respected the fact, in hindsight, like, and, and like, S.D. Jones should have been my favorite, but he's my least favorite wrestler for this reason and this reason alone. He lost every match, bro. Every match. But when I look back at it, I respected it because if you notice, and this is in the WW, the world world. Um, right. Worldwide wrestling Yeah. yeah. I respected it in the future. Like, I respect him now because I realized, like, going back, that was every match that he fought, he fought right 
Anybody had a match with S.D. Jones, they fought him before they fought the champion. Right, right. He was the tune-up guy. Yeah, and that was something my dad, my dad uh, lay on me one day. He was like, yeah, he might be the corny dude, but if you notice, he got a fight. Everybody got to go through him before they can see the, before they can see the champ. Before you saw Paul Orndorff, when Orndorff had the champion title, you had to fight S.D. Jones. Before you saw Hogan... You had to see S.D. Jones. Before you saw uh, Andre the Giant Lee, you had to see S.D. Jones. But I didn't like the fact that he, he was the ultimate ultimate goofball. Like, he was, he was, he I was respected man. Virgil more than I respected him at one point in time. Wow. The reason and Virgil was the Uncle Tom, the worst of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like off top, like S. D. Jones would have been my worst wrestler. Now see, he was the only reason he wouldn't have been mine because he was the one. I knew he was gonna lose. He was he was basically that one that you get to see all the finishing moves for. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, 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 you right there. He was like a practice dummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't like that about him because I'm like, yo, the dude could actually fight. He could fuck. Yeah, he was good. And he will have you. Look, he will have you on the on your last leg, and then all of a sudden he turn around and start oh, shooting moving to the crowd. Yeah, and then it's like. Somebody put a banana in a tailpipe, and then all of a sudden, the, the, the match is over. I don't know. That's what he got paid for to get it. That's right. He, he got got paid all, I respected all Doink money. better than I respected him. Doink was the man. Yeah, because Doink, Doink could put it on you. Yeah, Doink was a, he was a good wrestler, the original one. Who you got at? Yeah, I heard they had more than one. Yeah, you see this. How you how you next right. tonight? Because Hercules gonna put the uh, full. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Shit, Doink had Ray Apollo as Doink, Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn Brawler as Doink, oh. was uh, Matt Bourne, and the character was made from uh, uh, Ted Bundy. Not Ted Bundy. What's his name there? Chaos, uh, the Killer Clown. Oh, oh, yeah, what's yeah. that clown name? Um, um, I don't know what you're John talking Wayne about. Wayne Gacy. Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. There were so many doinks at one point, I think I might have even been doink. I think they had cows with the doink. <laughs> what? There was a dink? Yeah, dink was the midget, right? Or, excuse me, the, the little person. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want the people to write in and be like, oh, you know. <laughs> You're politically incorrect. So, what if he is a black mission? Would he be a nigglet? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. They did have a little black midget dressed up as Mr. Yeah, T at one time. He was Mr. T, right? Yeah. Like, uh, not Tiger Conway. I don't know. Tiger Conway Jr., one of them motherfuckers. Yeah, cause this is yeah, it was Mr. T tag team part there. What? Who you got, Jack? Oh. Least favorite. Oh. 
My least favorite was Hulk Hogan and Rick Flair. Mm. Mm. Oh, you got it. Hopefully. Oh, oh, believe it. They were over that three. I was, I tolerated Hulk Hogan because he was a face. But he really, there was nothing excited about him other than him flexing his full muscle. That's it. Because this, he had one of the worst finishing moves in history. And the yeah. only thing he excited about Rick Flair was when he said, Woo! That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now, old Rick Flair, I used to like him. When he used to walk on the top of the ropes and. Because <laughs> Rick could bust your ass. I said. Rick could put it on you. But it was slack. He always. I kind of like a Luger. Luger, Luger better than him. Even though he was bad. But I, it was, I don't know Rick Flair didn't do it to him. He didn't do it for him. Especially with uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Nah. I said, when is he going to retire? <laughs> now, nah, Hogan, Hogan, Hogan ticked me off with uh, the whole, you know, being the face and, you know, the All-American, eat your prayers and say your vitamins, I mean, uh, uh, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and then all of a sudden, you know, you finding out, like, he's caught up in this big steroid scandal, and you're like, oh, you're right. right, he wasn't eating his prayers and saying his vitamins. <laughs> that was like the ultimate hypocrite right there. I agree. I agree. Now that's just the ultimate brother. Oh, yeah. And took him over. I didn't even get on that part yet, but yeah, it's like <laughs> man, he was the ultimate hypocrite though. Like you know, because he had a lot of kids hopped up off of you know what I mean. He being the the face of America, you know what I'm saying? Like right, right. He was the Sergeant Slaughter before Sergeant Slaughter and G.I. Joe and right, you know what I'm right. saying? Like he he was the guy that you know, all 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 the new white Americans looked up to. Well technically and and still like you said, for all the dirt he did in his life, all he had to say is I'm sorry and people forgave that shit. But if that was like a brother, right. you know, forget it, his career is done. But also at the same time, technically, he is the face of America. Right. Exactly. You're right, though. You're right. He is the face of the real America. Because me and academics got the same one on on our least favorite, and that's Hulk Hogan and Rick Flair. Rick Flair did a lot of crooked shit, too, in his career when it came to uh, black wrestlers back. Yeah. So I've been here, like, that's been coming up lately. Spending all his money and then having people bail him out and all this bullshit, but he gonna tell us how to live. You know, okay. There'll be knowing that this joke will be marking the, the church. Woo, so holy! You know how he do all that? Mm-hmm. Y'all laughing with him? Exactly. That's it. I'm crying with him. I never. I, I would go to WWF shows when I was younger. And Hogan would bring the crowd in, like they said. The people would come for Hogan, but stayed for Savage. Yeah, Savage yeah. was putting on the show. Yeah. And, and Savage was the workhorse of that group back in the day. And even when he got in the ring with Ric Flair, he was a workhorse. And I give Ric Flair credit. He had the stamina, but his, as a personal person, as a person, I ain't never yeah. heard nothing nice about that guy, ever. Yeah. His character was dope. When we, Rick Flair, 
he had a dope character, but he, he sucked as a human being. Me, I believe, I, don't want, I wonder if academics remember, me, Chaos, and academics went to a convention, and Rick Flair was in the back corner there, and he just looked like a fucking piece of shit that no one wanted to approach him. He had nobody in the room. And I was like, fuck that. He was exceptionally high. He was charging Even for personal reasons. Favorite tag team? Yeah. 
talking, you know, either iteration, WWE or ECW, they both were good. The Brain Busters, uh, Tully Branch and Arn Anderson. Salute. 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 And Demolition, the original. Here come the Axis. Here come the Smashers. Yo, this is a nostalgic moment for me right now, bro. I'm thinking of, because all this remind me of my pops. Like, I stopped watching wrestling. Man. Oh, man. Hey. Hey. Yo. Everybody was like, oh, man, these some pissed for World War wannabes. But the bitches could wrestle. I'm like, World War wars could wrestle. These motherfuckers were athletes like demolition. They were football Yeah, players. they could thump. They could thump. They definitely could thump. They would give you a big deal money, bro. It looks like they came out of... Remember that movie, Beast Master? Them dudes had yes, that last... Yes, sir. 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 They would definitely yes, be the executioners. Remember when your pops took it through one of them? We wound up saying they walked by and they looked like two giants. Oh, they SummerSlam. Oh, um, I thought I was a big dude. I just and, walked by and they looked like two giants. Thing. But you know we had the you know we had the nerve to be sitting by fucking Pat Patterson. Lucky and asked you out on a date. <laughs> yeah, he 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 was rubbing he was rubbing the Joker hand a little too. But Dad had to snatch back. He was about to cry back on him. Why he was in the wheelchair? I'm like yo, pop, pop. I'm like Duke, don't do it, Duke. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> There were bounds, there's no AWA bounds. Did you realize that the smash was Barry Darso from the AWA? Say word. Crusher Khrushchev, and he was Barry Darso. Oh. Hold up. Crusher Khrushchev was the same person? Yep. Barry Darso. Wow. Wow, because you know they used to throw the makeup and all that on him, so... Oh, wow. Wow. I back then because he had the sip cup. And I couldn't come off the porch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And and to mess him up and to mess him up even more, he was also Repo Man. Oh yeah. yeah. Word. I tried oh wow. I thought about that Repo Man. Yeah, the Repo Man character was whack though. <laughs> the Repo Man character was extremely whack. I'm sorry. Like. I knew it. <laughs> Was. It was another one that you test all the finishing moves on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's how I was with the Brooklyn Brawler, but I, I really enjoyed the Brooklyn Brawler, though, man. Like, he will bust you up, bro. Like, you know you've been in it. Even when lose a draw, you know you've been in the fight with him. <laughs> you've been in the that's fight really with him. At least if you put on a good show, let me put it that way, because <laughs> now that I understand that, wrestling is really... Athletic is and it's part athletic and part acting. But from the look of the show, he put it on you. Who you got chaos for your tag team? Uh, whatever they were called, any iteration of uh, Arn and Tully. And, and a bit of a personal bias. Some 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 team that used to wrestle called Midnight Syndicate. Oh yeah, they were pretty good. Who's that? It was it was some team called Midnight Syndicate. 
Okay. Yeah, it was still pretty good. I think I'm about to watch it twice. Yeah, I'm that one. Chaos dude was a dick. The night syndicate, boy. When that night syndicate started, it's amongst them all. They did, they did their breath until the loud mouth kept getting concussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this man. concussion started to get out, I'm telling you. You know my brain was on a five second delay. I'm trying to catch up with you guys, but I just realized what it was. I, I, I realized the inside joke. Yeah, you know, we, you know what? We kind of realized you were catching up to. Oh, <laughs> man. You know what we're talking about. Please forgive me, audience, because... You know, I, I have never, uh, and I apologize, I haven't seen you guys in action, like, live. Like, there's a few things that's floating around on YouTube and certain personal things you guys showed me, but, you know what I mean? It took me a minute. Yo, one and day I'm going to have to dig up, uh, dig up some tapes, and I'll hook up my camcorder to the television, and we'll watch a few matches, and we can fucking, you tell us what you think. Most definitely, most definitely. Hey, this shit is chaos. I gotta say this, bro. Like, once upon a time, he was definitely unrecognizable. Like, when, 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 when academics pointed out, yo, that's chaos. I'm like, yo, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, you know. That's what happened. That's what will happen when we all start getting great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all see my face today. It's gray, gray, it's gray all over the motherfucking place. <laughs> you didn't need a fucking sweater with all this gray. Hey, look, bro. They say that gray comes from wisdom. At least, at least when it comes to us, uh, military people. motherfucker on the block. Well, that explains, that explains why the president ain't got nothing. There you go. Yeah. He got orange. Yeah. And that comes from stupidity. He ain't turned gray yet. His face red, though. Alright, Zero Balance, who's your least favorite tag team? My least favorite tag team? Oh, wow. It would have to be, uh... Oh, man. Oh. Wow. My least favorite tag team. Oh, man. I would have, oh, man, there was so many. Um, Pick one. The Conquistadors. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, he's going to keep cut, man. Damn. He knew he did nothing new. Oh man, the conquistador. Jose Estrada, Jose Estrada, and what was the other one named Chaos? Oh, uh, damn it! That's she I fought back in one. I think it was Victor Rivera. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah. Oh man, all that shiny. All that shine and no bling. It, 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 it was. Hey, one day they was wrestling like the seventies. Nah, the 80s. Kings of those, they were eighties, nineties. 
That's why yeah, I'm saying I'm just trying to narrow it down. That's how I am. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to figure out which one. You got it. I, I guess right now I'll just go with uh, the killer beast. Yeah, that's that's that seems to be a contention. I'm surprised your favorite tag team wasn't Ray Gagne and Jim Brunzel. Yeah. Yeah. Three real good ones. 
Yeah. Now, I have, I have three as well. My top out of three, though, is The Brood. That's the best entrance, the best music. It looks fucking eerie and crazy. You got flames in a circle with vampires coming from under the ground and shit. That shit was fucking mm. awesome. <laughs> then the lights came on and, and the match started, and then that went a different way. <laughs> Brood is my number one. Again, best entrance, lights, music, energy. of uh, Taker but mainly like you said won the ministry and most of his Wrestlemania entrances sometimes even the Biker Taker but also the Brood yeah his Wrestlemania yeah his Wrestlemania entrances was like Bowl commercials like you always wanted to see how he was going to come out next you know what I mean it's like every Super Bowl you wanted to see with the new commercial you ain't gonna like this new one <laughs> uh, okay, most overrated wrestler going to you, Zero Balance. Overrated? Hulk Hogan. Okay, there you go. Straight to the point. I like that. You might as well make that oh, too. Uh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Hulk Hogan and Rick Flair. You got it. That's what I, I don't even need to say. Yeah. Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. That's why I got Ric Flair. Yeah. We got yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you might as well make that uh four. Yep. Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I agree. Now, Zero Balance, we're going to go to underrated wrestler. Most underrated wrestler. Greg Garnier. You were about to tell us. We're going to stop you. Greg Garnier. Oh. Nah, nah. 
Nah, Coco be rare. He was like borderline Uncle Tom. Like, uh, I keep yeah, shucking the job too much. I thought he you know came up there with a fried chicken. He, he, <laughs> he, he was a good performer, but his performance yeah, but came with a cost of his integrity and his dignity. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He was we like, need we need to underrate him. Oh, shit. He said the most underrated breath. That's what happened when you try to give everybody a chance. You gotta, he was the type. This is your movie astrology. He was the type. I remember watching wrestling. He was the type. You know who I would say? The most underrated wrestler? I have to go with two. Because I don't think they get the credit that they deserve. And who is that? You know what I'm saying? I would say Nubia's Black and Chaos. We get credit. Yeah. We ain't looking for it, but I'll take it. Suck up. Nah, and, and this is the, the reason why. is because those two guys, and I'm speaking about it in the, in the format that I'm speaking about it in for a real reason. Those two guys have a mastery of the art form of wrestling. You know what I mean? Those guys know the inner workings of the mechanics of wrestling. Just like a brother I know by the name of Academics knows the mechanics of the sweet science of boxing. Like, those guys train with those big names. And I've seen portions of a show where these guys were in action and... I don't understand why they don't get the limelight. You know well, what I'm saying? We, we might be fast through now, but <laughs> part of the reason why those guys are blacklisted. There you go. Who you yeah. got there, academics? All right, most underrated. I was at uh, Sting. Uh, Junkyard Ball and Booker T. Oh, Jay Wyman. Coming out the queen. And you know what? Yeah, that's a good cut, too, because, you know, hey, who was your favorite? Booker T became a company man and sold out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Junk Your Dog didn't sell out, hence they fired him. And Sting, I think, in my opinion, I agree with that because Sting had his values and he didn't want to and, and then when he finally showed up at WWE it I didn't like that whole crow I didn't like that whole crow uh, parody like that, that that killed me with Sting because he didn't come across as that type of guy and you know what he wasn't that type of guy and that's why WWE destroyed him when he came into WWE mm-hmm. so that's a good thought my uh, underrated guy would be I don't even know what his wrestling name is in WWE anymore, but he was an African brother named Uwa Nation. My God, the guy was good. Who, who he wrestled oh, under in that day? Uh, Apollo Crews. <laughs> Apollo Crews, man. This dude has everything. He has a look. He's athletic. He can do anything you ask him to do, except apparently they ain't asking him to do much because you know you, most people never heard of him. And I like... Oh. Uh, also, and uh, underrated is uh, Ultimo Dragon. He's the guy who comes from Mexico, 
And he was a Japanese guy. He created the fucking Asahi moonsault that everybody does. And he doesn't even get the credit for creating that. It's named after him for crying out. <laughs> wow. Talking it's about copyright infringement. <laughs> Talk about copyright infringement. <laughs> they the move after him, and then they call every time someone does it, the move after him, but don't say, oh yeah, pre- created by the Ultimo Dragon. So they dog him out. Wow. So you got yeah. chaos in the ring. Uh, well, I have a few, but uh, I'll still say one, Arn Anderson. Yep. Mm. Yes, sir. Wow, yes, sir. Sully Blanchard. I thought, I thought he yep. was, you know, I used to hear about him a lot. That's why I thought he was like big time, but you know, you, you're right. No, fans would, you would hear his name from the fans, but... Like, I was one of them dudes that'll put it on you. He was one of them dudes that'll put it on you. And his loading, Sully Blanchard. At the end of the day, if he gonna get his big brother only, it's a wrap. I mean, there's a, there's a list of underrated. Uh, I can name them. Uh, I'll just give one more because I have a lot of them. But um, William Regal is also another one that's underrated. If y'all folks want to see that match, it was a WCW Nitro from February 9th, 
The Midnight Syndicate basically stole every wrestling move they could think of from the Hawk Foundation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, look. As you spoke to uh, a wise man once told told me in academics, it's all right to it's all right to copy, it's all right to be a copycat as long as you copy the right cat. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of copycat, who's your best commentary, Joe Balance? My best commentary? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It's got to be between Jesse the body dancer. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, oh, oh man. So, oh, I got three. I got three. I'm going to just name the three off the top. Jesse the body dancer. Uh, uh, what's my name? Uh, uh, Jim Ross. <laughs> 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 Hold up. And um, Jerry the King Lawler. Okay. Who you got there, academics? Okay, I got uh, Joey Styles and Mark Lawrence. Mark Lawrence! Mark Lawrence! <laughs> Mark Lawrence! <laughs> <laughs> Mark Lawrence! <laughs> Mark Lawrence! 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 Yes, he did. 
You can't do that shit no more, man. You get locked the fuck up. You got to As much as I hate Bobby Heenan, I love him. He's that great. If I go a single... If I go a single person, it would be Joey Styles. If I did a two-man team, it would be Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. Mm, okay. And there is no good three-man team. Okay, what is the best Who was uh, what was Mean Gene Oakland? Oh, forgot about it. He was in the mouth. He was in the mouth. He was the interview. Yeah, he's now, all by himself. He's an interviewer. Yeah. Him and Hogan made a good team. When they was, when, when, when Hogan would cut a promo, them two made a good team. The only reason why is because Hogan would be like, Well, you know me, G. Hogan knew how to steer motherfuckers around when he got lost. I think yeah, he was he, great at it. He was great at it. He was a good handler. Gene's best work was not with Hulk Hogan. I think Gene's best work was with Macho Randy, Randy Savage. And, Most and, definitely. Most uh, definitely. Oh, he was another most underrated. Yeah. He started when, when Hogan started losing ground, Macho Man State. When he came right. to State, they were working together. And remember that story? Everybody saved Hogan. Everybody sings Hogan. Everybody. Think about it. Hogan couldn't team up with nobody. Yeah, you're right. Because he was on his way out. It was all other, there was other wrestlers that were way starting to become way popular. Everybody would overshadow Hogan, and Hogan would do some wild stuff that, you know, cause the enemy. He, Hogan made enemies out of all his teammates. Sure, you notice that? <laughs> kind of like Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. You got time. You'll be an NSB2 then you got dropped on your head by mistake for it. You slammed the leg too hard. You supposed to do it and the boot caught you in the face. Everything yeah. you say. Yeah. In the interview, I was watching some of them in the room. They say, this dude hit me in the He's supposed to do it in some way and he smacked me in the face with the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what new respect? Tell me some of them guys that you just dropped him by the way. Yeah, I mean, I got this. 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 I we get into we get into the nitty gritty. What is the best character gimmick? As a character, char- what is the best character gimmick? Zero balance. Go. Best character gimmick? Wow. Um. You know what? I'm gonna go with my guy, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh my god! <laughs> the old blue guy. Oh, my God. Academic thing you got. Is he was at a bubble love? I'm going to have to go with the uh, Hacksaw Jim Duncan. And Undertaker. Oh! Mm. Okay. Hacksaw Jim Duncan looked just like him. <laughs> he, he looked just like that walking around with his tongue out with that. He looked like a jump, uh, lumberjack. He fit the description of all of that. Only thing he was missing was the lumberjack. He had the lumber. 
I mean, to play that character for so long, and when things need, and when when yeah. it start getting stale, he changed it up and he made it work for him. Yeah, nobody right. else could play that character. I agree with you. Right, and they, they went through a couple of different phases too. And they even got try to get somebody to play him. That's a character. If you put on paper, you would go. This is fucking stupid. No one's going to buy this shit. You know, but. He made it work. Yeah. Yes, sir. Alright, here you go. Best interview. Promo. Your mouth. Inter- oh, man. I would have to say Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, especially after uh, when you fought uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and put him in the hospital. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh what's my guy? Oh, um, uh, oh, 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 fuck, oh, uh, not Gorilla Monsoon, oh, um, uh, jeez, please, um, um, he had a son who wrestled too, he, they both wrestled, uh, him and, uh, oh, man, George Steele? No, not George Steele. Not George Steele. Um, Greg Anya? Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> um, no, um, this team is pretty. Um, who's Macho Man? What was his finishing move? What was his finishing move? What was his style of wrestling? They did probably know. His style, he, he more or less like a, a technical brawler, if you ask me. He was a technical brawler. Um, oh. um I'm trying to remember his name. Um, uh, what did he use a word? What did he use a word? He was actually a commentator was. after a while. Um, uh, geez, Louise, what is his name? I, I, would, I would definitely say, you, uh, that again? Roddy Piper? No, no, no. I, uh, uh, Piper would definitely uh, be my second, but uh, no. Um, 
Are you talking oh, about yeah, Jesse not, Ventura? He wasn't a Samoan dude. Oh, I Got one of mine's in Jake. Academics got one of mine's in Savage. And usually with a promo, you want to elicit some type of response from the crowd. And this one might be controversial, but I say New Jack. Oh my God! <laughs> you seen that documentary, right? Yep. <laughs> and that was the greatest thing ever. What? Any of you guys who haven't seen it, go on YouTube. Type in Dark Side of the Ring, New Jack. It tells you his whole life history. It's fantastic. But like, I put on every time I put he, on, uh, No, I'm saying every time he did cut a promo, he elicited the response that the that 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 the fans just wanted to kill him. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. Cause I, I actually sent that up for the. I put a post on uh, Facebook about how we went to that one show and all these white folks was giving staff and I a weird look. And I was like, well, at least, at least, at least it's going to be a fair fight. And Cal said to me, yeah, it'll be a two against 200. And then I said, well, there's a black guy at the bar. So we walked out to the bar and it was New Jack. So I'm like, yeah, we're good. And we sat around with New Jack and drank and had a good time. Then New Jack says, yo, uh, Whose couch can I sleep on tonight? And I'm like, yeah, Terry's not going to let New Jack sleep on my couch. And I said, well, I don't know, New Jack. We live in Trenton. I threw a wee in there. And he was like, oh, fuck that. Y'all Trenton niggas are too crazy. I ain't going out to Trenton. We were back with Spirit of Trenton. I took my ass back to Atlantic City. (laughs) So, yeah, New Jack is a good call. Alright, well, since we're going to skip your second best interview, we're going for the best manager. The best manager? Woo! Oh, man. It's between two. I would say Bobby the Brain is. No, between three. Bobby the Brain is. Uh, Mr. Fuji? 
Yeah, Bobby the Brain and Mr. Fuji. And, uh, Mouth uh, for the South, Jimmy Hart. All right, you got three. They got three. The cleanest motherfuckers ever. Who you got, Jack? Uh, I think one. I think it's, it's going to sum up all of them. Macho Man White. Was, oh, Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Elizabeth. Good, good call. Ditto, Heenan. Bell. There you go. And Monster Man's response was, it's like a hot dog. A little mustard on him and finish him off. And them two start scrapping because Bruno got upset. And they start scrapping. Yo, did, yo, did we do that was the best that? response ever. We went to the worst character gimmick. No. Did we do that with the worst character gimmick? Yeah. Oh. No, you did the best, but not the worst. Oh, who's the worst character gimmick? Then I could do that if you want to do it. Oh yeah, we did, man. Um, you did the best, but not the worst. Wait, uh, you you up, Joe Bounds? You first. Kamala. Hey, Kamala. Huh? Okay. Kamala. I know why. <laughs> <laughs> you know who invented that gimmick? Jerry Long. Seriously? Yep. And Kamala was the dumbass to follow. Well, he, he got paid. <laughs> yeah, he got paid. He probably got laid too, but still, like, <laughs> I, I he got pulled all the way out. All the way. Wow. Mark, who you got there? Academic first catches in The Honky Talk Man and Leaping Lenny Popper. Oh, man. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> Virgil would have been my second. Hey, one papa was macho, the other papa was leaping. Yeah, that's crazy, because I didn't know them two were brothers at one point in time. And the fact that their dad was coming He had a frisbee. <laughs> yeah, throwing out frisbees and shit. And the, the dad was a light-skinned mulatto, right? That changed his name to Pablo so he can get wow. white, so everybody thought he was Italian. But in reality, he was black. Wow. 
And, and Lenny Popo kept that shit secret for years. Because Savage never brought it up. And Lenny Popo put uh, that shit out maybe two, three years ago. I knew Savage was, was a little too kindred to my spirit for some odd reason. So you saying the brother was Bradley. half black? He got yeah, half black. black in Look at his hair. Hey. He looks like his hair made out of hay. He's out here. He, he, I don't think he ever won a match. <laughs> Leap and Lanny. <laughs> Leap and Lanny had a full paid contract for WCW and worked there for fucking four years and never wrestled a match and got paid mm. every week. Just wow. because he was Savage's brother. That sounds like a nigga on welfare. That's right. I like that job. You don't have to make no fucking shit. Who's your wow. worst? My worst character. Uh, my worst character uh, gimmick was probably either between the Yeti, this giant motherfucker wrapped up in toilet paper, what? the mini <laughs> car, who was supposed to be half man and half bull, which was also, and a uh, bad aggressor called the Goon. You were supposed to be a skater, ice skater from the ice. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he had, like, wow. ice skating boots on. How could he wrestle with ice skating boots on? <laughs> he go out there with the three minutes and break his ankles and shit. Stupid as hell. What do you got, Chaos? Uh, as a, I'll just narrow it down to groups. Um, any of the wrestlers in WWF that had a second job, the plumber, the garbage man... <laughs> Uh, T.L. Hopper, Dukes, Dunstan, Drozzy, like you said, the goon, that was his second one. Anybody pretty much in the Dungeon Dungeon of Doom, Shockmaster, I can keep going on and on and on and on. That's just a few. Technically, Ray Ramon had a second job. He was a drug dealer. He sold cocaine for a living. Oh, wow. Well, he was was a ripoff of Scarface. Yes, yeah, say hello to the bad guy. Look at the bad guy. was horrible. Yo, but that's the best part about it. He knew it was bad. All right, Zero Bounds, we, get, we are at the end. This is the last one. This is your redeeming <laughs> one. And if you say Greg Gagne with the fine body press, I'm going to jump through the phone and strangle the shit at you. <laughs> best finisher. Best. You can... You can pick one to two guys, I don't care. Who you got? Mm. Mm. Oh my god, I'm thinking again. Mm. You know what though? I'm gonna I'm just pick these two and get them out of the way. I'm gonna pick two guys because their moves are relatively the same. It's because I like them. No, 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 no. I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with Magnum T.A. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, uh... Big Van Vader. Vader Bob? Man, look. It was either that or he put you in that corner and ball him fists up and wear you out. You got, you got not blood, semen, everything coming out of you. He's got that. Um, um, that's cool. I would say the uh, 
Frank, uh, the, uh, the Frankenstein. There you go, Frankenstein. But then the second, my second option would probably be anybody that did a finishing move in NWA. <laughs> they all was hot. Both of them was hot. But I would say my only one to stand out of all was the Frankenstein. Yeah, that was, that was a move a big guy shouldn't be able to do, but he's the one that brought us into prominence. So, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. I have two favorite moves, and these moves are only made. Not only is it that it's a move that's a finality, you finally get this move on a person, you build up to it, you build up to it, and they finally hit it, and it ends the match. Sometimes you got to do it twice. Hell, sometimes you got to do it three times, but usually the one guy would do it once. My favorite finishing move of the last 10 years is the RKO, Randy Orton's RKO. Can't beat that shit. Mm. That motherfucker will give it to you. You don't even see it coming. That's what makes it great because it's not a setup. He's not telling the crowd that he's about to do it. He's not making a gesture or a gang sign. He just does it, and it comes out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite food for the whole it's for, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's done by Okuchika Okada, and that's the Rainmaker. It's a very simple move. It's a move, it's basically a, a, a lariat, a clothesline, that consists mm. of whipping it, your, his opponent into his own arm. But the fact that he tells such a great story with that move, where he's trying his best to get it on you, and the guy would wiggle out, wiggle out, wiggle out. He'll try to hit his finisher, and then out of the blue, that Rainmaker will come, and he would knock you the fuck out, and that's it. Mm. He's one of the best wrestlers out there. You need to look him up. He's a bad motherfucker. He's never going to leave Japan. He's going to stay in Japan because he's like a god there now. So, yeah, I got the Rainmaker and RKO. Who you got, Chaos? Uh, Canadian Destroyer. The original shit. Yeah. Mm. And mm. now, be, yeah, the, the move has been bastardized to death. But uh, a move that was created out of an accident, DDT. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as long That's as. It's, and an honorable mention, as long as there's no setup and it's just hit out of nowhere, actually a super kick.
So we're gonna pull out something else. I'm gonna do a horror movie one next. Uh oh. So, I need to get up on my horror movies then. Horror, and all academics got to do is sit in a comfortable chair because he's the king of horror over here. Yes, indeed. And, and we're going to do a top list of uh, horror movie opinion questionnaire. So uh, I'd like to thank you guys for coming in there and trying this out. And if it works out, we'll do another one. And one thing, real quick uh, my. Uh, Larry, if you want to put it that way, and also I forgot to mention him as one of the underrated. Uh, Barry Wyndham. He had a nice Larry. Oh! Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Oh, man! When it was Blondie, it's okay. I'm coming out with some shit to keep this shit going. God damn it! But, that's it! Never bow! Now this motherfucker wakes up and starts talking about shit. But you know who else had a good finishing move that I enjoyed? I think he goes underrated. Was uh, who's my guy? Hercules Hernandez. Then he had that that uh, that serious full Nelson. Did shake the life out of you. I wanted, I wanted to do the Hercules Paul Roma finisher for the middle. Nobody wanted to do it with it. Finish your move on this podcast, <laughs> and with that, hit the blackout and say fade to black. <laughs>